Today is May 1st, 2021. This is episode 147 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Switching things up this week, I'm doing intros. This host thinks he's a comedian, but his jokes usually land like rotten eggs. It's Peter. This host's taste is impeccable and never steers the show afoul. It's Quentin. Hey. And I'm the producer that works around the clock to keep all our chicks in a row. I'm Susan. And with us tonight is a guest that is truly exceptional. It's Hottie Chicken. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. That was I love those intros, Susan. Thank you. And I'm glad that you're joining us today. Yeah, so you guys didn't have to read them. <laughs> Make me read all the bad puns. I feel like we couldn't have pulled them off as well. <laughs> I appreciate them. I appreciate them very much. I hope that you would. So hi, welcome. A uh, little bit of different format. We have a new uh, new Twitch screen here. Or, uh, it's all kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah, here. Anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we have Let's a, make a big deal about that. I'm, I'm on cam. Let's make the show about me. <laughs> <laughs> just, just up here. Uh, so hi, yeah, welcome. Uh, I guess to, to start off, do you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit? I, I know that a lot of the people that are here probably know who you are. Um, but just, to, I guess, give a little bit of background about yourself. Yep, sure. I'm assuming you mean me. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yes. okay. You all know. We can get Susan to give a background later. <laughs> okay, so uh, my name's Horty Chicken, otherwise called Horty Chicken or HC or many combinations of above. And um, I've been streaming on Twitch for 12 months, actually. Just, we just had our, our one-year anniversary. Um, Congrats. Yeah, which is been quite an interesting journey. I never thought that I'd be on Twitch. Now I can say that I'm on Twitch and all the other social platforms, including TikTok, words I never thought I would be saying <laughs> at almost 59. I still can't get into TikTok. I, I'm too old for TikTok. It's, it's <laughs> um, let me tell you, it's a sharp learning curve. But yeah, um, Twitch, Twitch streamer, Twitch partner, and on other social things. And hopefully a Logitech ambassador soon. I am hoping we're in our final week. So, yeah, selfless plug. If you haven't voted for me, please. If you're an Australian, you can also enter. I, I need to put that in there. You Boop. can win also. 
Drop that Susan's little link got in your there. Covered in there. <laughs> yeah, please, please. I got the links ready. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what yeah, have you been or, playing uh, on Twitch lately? Well, I tend to, when I started streaming, I started with World of Warcraft, and World of Warcraft is very much my thing. I'm very much a WoW streamer, but lately I've added WoW Plus, and I have discovered Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> I play a lot of games. Um, Hubby and I, we have uh, Rust servers. He actually writes um, you know, add-ons for Rust. Uh, we have Valheim servers, Minecraft servers. We're very much a gaming couple from a gaming family. Um, but I've only ever streamed World of Warcraft because that's my love. Um, but then I thought, oh, look. I'll go down the rabbit hole of Final Fantasy. So many of our community play it, and I keep saying, well, can we have a wee look? So we're in our, like, sixth day, and I can't get enough of it. I absolutely can't get enough of it. It's just wonderful. Why didn't anybody tell me how good it was? Cats are <laughs> so, so cute. So now I am WoW Plus. <laughs> WoW Plus Final Fantasy. I mean, compared to WoW, the pets and the, the glamour can't, can't compare. Can't <laughs> oh, and you Someone, who was it? We've got a wonderful community member. She also streams. Her name is Clodda. She's in in Ireland. And she said, Hordy, let me just show you the housing. That was it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like there's content you don't even. Yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah, there's raiding. Yeah, there's dungeons. But you can house. <laughs> yes. It's all about yes. the glamour. And I'm saving. I mean, I'm, I'm on day six and I had to do a quick little travel, you know, between the little teleport things and. Forgive my terminology. I haven't quite got that yet. And they wanted to charge me 140 gil, and I thought, no, I'm saving for a house. There's none of that. We're walking. <laughs> yeah, they're they're quite expensive and hard to find. That's, apparently, yeah, apparently, I managed to get one. I do have one. Uh, I think I think Susan, you got rid of yours. So. Yeah, I took a break from Final Fantasy for about a year and uh, wound up selling my house to someone. Oh, maybe I'll eventually get another one, but. I also am uh, on Peter's house, so if I really have a hankering to decorate something, I can. <laughs> I have access to all his it's things. Great <laughs> <laughs> no final fantasy. Yeah, I bought my house for friends, so they're. Yeah, my friends use my house for. He won't have decorating. a say in the housing, but I'm not allowed to touch the music in this house. I tried to change the songs, and it's locked. <laughs> Wait, there's music. You can play music? Yeah, you can have like a little jukebox basically in your house from all the different music that you collect in-game. And there's like a jillion songs that you can collect in-game. And all the music is so good. You do have that, uh, the in-game music that you can play on the the orchestrion role, the jukebox thing. But you can also, if you're a bard, which is an archer, you can play music. Like actually pull out an instrument and Uh play music. I made, because I always have a character that's my namesake in any game that I play. And so I made a haughty chicken, and she is an archer. She's a, I'm going to try and get it right, a Vera with, with, the, with the bunny ears, I think. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of armor going on there, I have to say. No, anyway, no that cool. starting uh, gear is pretty, pretty sparse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that front little sheer piece must have been made of some sort of Teflon. I don't know. Anywho, she's a um, haughty chicken. And she's an archer, so I, I quite like the bard class. People often talk about just skipping to WoW. What class would you like? Give us a, a bard class. I played a bard in Rift for a long time, and I really love the bard support classes very much. They are by far my favorite class, and uh, in, in most games, I should say, not in Final Fantasy, because uh, I, I mentioned this before, like my... My perfect classes are support classes, uh, like EverQuest 1, uh, Illusionist Enchanters, 
uh, bards, all that sort of stuff are the stuff that I really like to play. And I came to Final Fantasy expecting the same thing, and they're not. Bards are a DPS class here. Ah, uh, okay. But uh, you can play music, so it's still good. I did, I, <laughs> Bard was my first class here, and now I play White Mage. So I was... I mean, uh, the cool thing about yeah. Final Fantasy is that you're able to just have one character and try out all the jobs, where, wow, <laughs> people have like a jillion alts. I can't handle I'm not used alts. To that yet. <laughs> I'm not used to that concept. I'm, I've made so many alts already because I'm used to having alts in, wow, I've filled my North American account and now I have a European account, more alts, and I love alts. And so the whole thought of just having one is a bit foreign to me, but I'll work with it. It's a lot easier when you don't have to run through every single expansion 20 times. It's true. Yeah, yeah true. I can't handle yeah. alts. Yeah. <laughs> There's last I remember there was something like 120 hours just of cutscene video in Final Fantasy, and that was before the latest expansion. So there's a lot to go oh through. My goodness. Yeah, oh my. and the and the early game in Final Fantasy 14, like they've kind of fixed it up a little bit, but it's it's still pretty pretty. It's better. Slow it's and, much better. It, yeah, it gets better as you go on. It's beautiful though. So. <laughs> I like that oh, WoW I Island. I think that's really cool. And I, I like when I I played WoW. I I started WoW in 2015, I think, and only played for maybe like a year or two or something like that. I I'm not an OG WoW person or whatever. And then uh, last, yeah. <laughs> but then um, I guess it was was it last year that we got back into WoW. Yep. Yeah, and uh, like I like once I stopped playing a game, like all memories of it just escape my mind so like i don't remember what any buttons do so having that island to go to and be like oh okay this is how i how i do things like it was very helpful to have that it was a good call i i commend them for doing it my so my mom is a rust player she's been playing rust for a while and she loves rust and so we finally got her to come into uh, into wow we bought her shadowlands and, and she she's learning it but someone like her who um, she's a little bit older my mom's 78 uh, and she's used to the You can game. hang out with a uh, wow grandma on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, you know, she's used to one particular gameplay on Rust. So that island is perfect for her. And we got her to go through the island to to learn the mechanics of a, a you know a, a different game. And I thought they did really, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, like I, I haven't played a whole lot of WoW either. I, I jumped in for like a month or two now and then, but coming back as someone who's played a lot of different games, but not specifically, wow, the island is a really nice experience to kind of jump in and be like, hey, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, I thought, well done, wow, that was a good good choice. And I actually still take some of my ults through there. I, I don't mind it. You know, it's a quick little, you come out, you're like level 12 or 13, something like that. Yeah, especially it's if it's like a new job or something like that. It's like a place you can kind of get your get your toes wet. And I'm I telling people from Final Fantasy, I use the phrase job instead of class. Or class, state. yeah. I keep using WoW terminology <laughs> fantasy. And I've already been streaming it, I think, six, six streams over. And I keep saying, look, I'm really sorry. You know, like I just referred to myself being a dark mage one. No, I'm not <laughs> going to be that. I'm going to be a black mage, I think. And I keep referring to my class instead and specs. It'll come to me, though. It'll come. It's not transmog, it's glamour. And glamour, <laughs> yes, or, or glam for sure. I, I, not pets, minions. Yep. Still yeah. to this day, I still use Final Fantasy, or sorry, I still use EverQuest terminology. Whether it's WoW, Final Fantasy, this EverQuest was the first thing I did, so it, it's always that. The hard one I find is Guild. It's a free company in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 
got my head around that yet. I've, I got, get lots of invites and, and I'm not I'm not entering any free companies at the moment until I decide whether I'll make one or not. But, yeah. You know, I keep referring to gold, you know, and Hubby's, speaking of EverQuest, Hubby's an EverQuest player. Well, he was back in the day, heavy duty rating. And he often tells me back in the day when EverQuest, when you died <laughs> and lost every hour to find your body. I, yeah, we I were, we were like, reminiscing a little bit yesterday on your stream. I believe two days uh, ago, I think. Peter and Quentin meant through EverQuest, right? We did. Oh, EverQuest okay. next. Uh, I lasted about a day. Couldn't couldn't quite couldn't quite do. Um, then they brought out another game that they then canned. It was a fantastic game. You got to build. Was it EverQuest? I loved it. Maybe oh, EverQuest Ever Landmark. Next. Landmark. Oh my word! Yeah, that's where that. that's where we met. Yep. It was a fantastic <clears throat> game. I was really hot when they shelved it. It was wonderful. Oh. They lost me. Oh, we did lose oh. you. Oh, we lost you. <laughs> Technical difficulties. We can still hear you, at least. We can still hear you. That's true. See me, just a second. What <laughs> happened? Our stream is used to this, so uh, yeah. We so Quentin and I met via uh, Landmark. Uh, I was hosting the Evercast show, which was a podcast based around EverQuest Next uh, during that time, and uh, he was working for a uh, or was doing background work for a website called EQ Nexus, and. My jokes have not gotten better in the last seven years. <laughs> no, they've gotten worse. I'm but trying, our streams I'm, have gotten better. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can. It's not seeing my camera. It's decided it doesn't doesn't want to play, and I do not know why. Oh no! Hmm. Hmm. It's unusual. I mean, as long as we can still hear well, you. That's... And I'm glad that it's happening during our stream and not during your stream later today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, 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 used to, we're used to that. <laughs> I keep saying, you know, I'm still learning. 12 months, I'm still learning. But I'll, I'll keep playing with buttons, but it's simply not seen. But I'll, I shall persevere in the meantime. So what we're, made you decide to join Twitch? Uh, well, the pandemic hit and <laughs> I was not really sure what Twitch was. I, I say this to other folks. I thought it was somewhere that people played Fortnite and watched Ninja and that was about it. <laughs> um, I, had, I had literally no idea. Um, and then I looked for someone to watch that was a bit chill. I saw a lot mm -hmm. of very toxic kind of you know, um, streams mm. and very chaotic streams, and I just wanted to chill. I was looking for casual folks who, you know, whether or not they were older or not, I just wanted a chill place, you know, and I couldn't find any, and I looked for about a week. And I turned to Hubby and I said, you know, I'm going to stream, and he said, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I am. <laughs> Somebody might come along. Well, someone came, someone came along the first, within the first hour, and I've never streamed alone since, which is wonderful. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And you kind of stream in different times from a lot of people because you're based out of Australia. Like it, the, the time difference is different from, at least from our perspective, the, the traditional North American audience. You yeah, end up streaming, um, I think, at like 5 a.m. your time. Yeah, when I first started, I was streaming at 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. because hubby was asleep and I was trying to be really quiet. And I met a lot of folks in, uh, in Europe that way because it was their lunch hour. Yep. And then I realized, yeah. well, I'm not getting to play with them. Um, maybe I should change my time up. So I checked the time zones and so I started to stream during their, um, their dinner time so I could catch up with them. And then I got the attention of the North Americans. And so I kept changing my time zone to try and meet all of the people that I were, you know, that were checking in with me. And then mm -hmm. on the weekends, I, I stream to my own audience down this part of the world. 
So I get up at 3.30 in the morning uh, during the week to stream at 5 a.m. for my European and North American community. And then on the weekends, I stream more Australian-New Zealand time zone for our community here. Wow. That's cool that you have fans in all the different zones because of that. Uh, the community are amazing and I, you know, I was chatting about them recently. Someone said, you know, why would you want, what can you say to folks who want to come and meet me? And I say to them, no, don't come and meet me. Come and meet the community. They're just an amazing bunch of people. I love to log on just to chill with them. And I would not have met them otherwise. You know. it's, it's one of those interesting things around the different streams, especially as you go and visit other people. You can tell within the first few minutes how that streamer kind of is based on how their chat is kind of going. Like if they're being very friendly and welcoming or if they're being, as you said, like there's a lot of streamers that tend to be very toxic. Yeah. Um, I mean, luckily it, now they're friendly. It's luckily now there are more and more like, you know, like nice streamers, like people that are just kind of like chill and about having like a, like a welcoming chat experience rather than, you know, what trying to like, like mid back yeah. something in game or like, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I was talking to um, Frasley and, and she and I were saying that there's, we refer to it as a, a, a wave of kindness. There's this this new mm-hmm. um, type of streamer that's now there's getting more and more presence where it's it's less about look at me and look how good I am at this game as opposed to coming in and have a chat with us, how you doing, how's your day kind of thing. Oh, and by the way, also play this. You know, there's a mm-hmm. bit of a, a shift, which I think is is wonderful. Yeah, because when I started playing Final Fantasy XIV, the first thing I did was, like, look for streamers. And luckily with Final Fantasy, it seems like there's a lot more females that play. So, like, you yeah. just kind of get a little more of a not-so-like bro-y vibe in their streams, which is nice. So I tried to yeah. look for that yeah. when I switched over and played WoW again. I wanted to find some chill WoW streamers. And luckily, I found you, <laughs> found Hazel, found... uh, uh Demidinoff than the third faction. Like, there's a whole cool group of people yes, there that are. are streaming there, now. There's quite a few. And, and I think, picking on what you said before, it was hard for me to find them playing WoW. There's a lot of amazing, chill variety streamers out there in other mm-hmm. genres that I'm slowly discovering. But in WoW particularly, I found it very difficult to find any. And if they, they were reasonably chill, they were high-end. And what mm-hmm. I was looking for was mm-hmm. chill and casual. I've, mm-hmm. We've done the rating thing, hubby and I, we, we met in game and he's been playing since the original beta back in the day. And so, you know, we've done the whole rating thing now. I kind of just want to chill. I still do some of the, the harder content, but I don't stream it. I keep that away from stream so I can, be, you know, more engage with the community. It's always kind of nice to being engaged with the community as opposed to them just watching you, but you actually like interacting with them and being with them and being present as opposed to just being an entertainment source, right? Like yeah, that. yeah. And I know that you do a lot of this stuff on your own stream. Like, what sort of things do you want to bring into your streaming like that? Is there any, like, is that, I know that's one of the things that you really like about the stream. Yeah, I mean, when, before I started streaming, I did a lot of research. I researched for about six weeks before I made the decision. I oh, researched wow. um, how to, how to use Twitter because I didn't have any followers on Twitter. I think maybe two family friends. Um, I, I didn't know how to use Twitch. I didn't know how to do anything. And also looked at the different type of streamers that there were, whether you're educational, whether you're a relationship engagement type of streamer, et cetera. And I made that decision at that point that I would be the engagement type of streamer. Um, understand I left uh, 
full-time study and I was still looking for that research aspect. So I thought, okay, I'll research Twitch. Um, <laughs> and so for me, I always knew that I, people are not going to come and watch me to see how fabulous I am at playing WoW. Um, my days of being the best that I can be in WoW are probably, probably behind me and that's okay. Um, I wanted to, to have the sort of stream that people could come in and say, I've had a really awful day at okay, I'm here with you. Or I can see that you enjoy fishing. Or I, I, I can see that you're not going to judge me because I don't have the best gear. That's the kind of space that I wanted to make um, and I wanted to encourage the community to hold each other in that space as well. And they do that now. Twelve months later, someone can come into the stream and say, oh, I need to do this casually and everyone's like, oh, cool, we do too. Or I'll have people in my community who are high-end raiders and they're simply accepting of everyone else that comes in. There's no judgment. And that's what I like about the community that we have now. And that was my goal and continue to be, it continues to be my goal. Although now I'll probably bring in some of my other goals, which is talking more about mental health and, and you know, combating othering in the virtual space, which is my, my big love, really. I think it's cool that you've been super transparent about your experiences, like wanting to grow and you've posted videos about tips and stuff about growing your stream and, and how to, how to, you know, gain a community. And I think that's, I think that's cool. Cause it seems like a lot of people are not secretive about it, but you know, aren't just open to like talk about that on their streams. They don't, they, I did, I did find there was a bit of, um, I mean, we, we refer to our way of helping other streamers as coopetition, which is a real word. Mm -hmm. And someone recently said, you realize the first four letters are coop. And I said, well, that's just but okay, I'll take it, as opposed to competition, you know, um, because there's so many people who are very, very competitive and want to hang on to their space and they don't want to share. And I, look, I can understand that to a little degree, but really Twitch is a big space. Even amongst WoW streamers, yeah. there's lots of room for all of us. And I remember when I went to apply for partner and it happened so quickly, I didn't tell anyone. Hubby knew that I was going to apply, but no one else did. Um, and I was looking for information. What do I put in this form? What did other people put on here? And no one talks about it. No one shared anything. So I thought, well, fine, I'll put, a, I'll put a video out about what I put in mine. And then I never planned to put out videos of what I learned in the 12 months, but I thought if I can help one person know what to do if you don't know what to say, or should I use a webcam, or how do I apply for a partner, all those little things, and even etiquette. So many people don't tell you what you shouldn't do, and people mm -hmm. step on toes without realising it. And it's not malicious. So I thought, fine, I'll put a video out about that. So I'm forever thinking, how can I help another streamer? You know, there's no books, there's no no guides on this. So there's, yep. there's no reason why we can't lift it. Yeah, and people really all. don't don't talk about it at all for whatever reason. No. As big as it is, you would think somebody would be more open about it. Yeah. And the, and the space has changed since the early days of Twitch. Like, uh, and I'm dating myself, but. Uh, when when I first started on this platform, it was still transferring from Justin TV, and uh, yeah, and that's a long time ago. And that really was the wild west of streaming. Like there were no ground rules of what like you could pretty much come on on this and do anything, and finding an audience for it. And I think as I've and like we really is especially with this channel, like as we've evolved. I think we went from Final Fantasy and and talking about that to now I th really riding that wave of kindness. Like I think we really do champion here mental health and LGBTQIA plus and you know 
like we we the core of the show is two friends uh, talking about gaming and enjoying gaming together in in different formats and sometimes one picking on the other because not finishing Hades, but that's fine. <laughs> Shade thrown. One day. Oh, no, no, he's the one that's in I haven't yet. finished it yet. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. Peter has a, a very large backlog. <laughs> he's got a very large to-do list of games. Yeah. It's fine. It's getting done, slowly oh. but surely. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the... Oh, oh. We the video I was back hoping it's not loading. Nice. I'm sorry. I did my hair and everything. <laughs> You're prepared for your stream. I could have. I should have screen capped um, it. Could have screen capped it and put a, a frozen placeholder there. <laughs> True. Sorry. Um, Throw a chicken up there. They won't even know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have had one ready. Um, earlier, like I do want to jump back to the the mental health piece. Again, but you said something earlier that caught my attention. That I like, you were talking about uh, focusing on uh, othering within Twitch, and how this is something that was very important to you. Like, can you expand a little bit more onto that, or what that means for you? I I have a well, I have an academic background, and my interest in othering stems from my two degrees, where that that was um, part of my studies there. And now the more I see othering in terms of, um, you know, othering another individual regardless of, um, you know, maybe their race, um, how they identify, et cetera, I see is quite rampant still within the streaming space and the gaming space. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me it's, it's, it's one thing to say, well, well, be nice or be kind or you know, have empathy. But to me it's about taking that one step further. You know, the difference between empathy and compassion is the act that you, you then – your behaviour that you, um, you utilise, the acts that you utilise to combat that, using your voice, I suppose. And to me, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to have a nice, chill space, but it's another to then do something with that space. There's another thing to educate the people within your community. We were talking, or I, I think I put a tweet out the other day about what an inclusive space was. And combating othering is being part of that, um, the culture and helping to something into the culture that is more inclusive, that combats othering. You know, it's about your language. Someone came into the stream the other day and a word was used, you know, language is dynamic and a word that might be um, okay one day is not okay the next. A phrase that might be accepted a year ago is now offensive. And so it's being yep. a dynamic learner and, and being a part of, you know, growing that culture against othering, against, you know, putting people aside because of a difference that you consider is, is less than. I don't know if I answered your question correctly, I suppose. That was much more than I was expecting. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. Like it, I was yeah, very Yeah, because I, I see streamers that. and channels that say, well, we're inclusive. And I think, okay, so you've used that word, but are you, is, is that a verb? What are you doing to mm-hmm. show that you are? It's like the ally tag. I'm, you know, years ago, I would put the ally tag, you know, on, on my bios. And, and I remember we had an ally little thing that we had on our desk. I used to work at a university. Mm-hmm. And the allies would have a little thing on their desk and on their email. And now I, I question that. I say, could you show me that you are one? You don't need to put a tag on there. I'd rather show me that you are one. Yeah, I think that's a very important point that often gets missed. Uh, a lot of people like to 
say that they are very inclusive and do that, but then it's harder to actually put in that work and do it. And there are a lot of uh, streamers, I shouldn't say there's a lot, there are a number of streamers now that are coming out that are trying to build those sorts of communities and I'm starting to find a lot more of them, which is good because it, it combats, again, a lot of that, the toxic side of Twitch, which is what we typically hear about. Um, I like it, same thing, like it, oftentimes I'm in the middle of work when you're streaming, but I did get to pop in last week a little bit and uh, like your stream is very, very welcoming. Your community is awesome. Everyone's very, very friendly. So like, yeah, I, I think that it, it, you've built a, a really great community around all that or the community has grown around you uh, and that ideology is kind of, it's been really nice. And it's hard, hard work to do that. Like it is because it's, it's easy yeah. to like let everybody in, but then like, you know, to, to make sure everyone like, you know, behaves or whatever it's, it's hard work. It, it is. I have a, a, a terrific bunch of people around me. We call them the Coop Squad. And the, the <laughs> Coop Squad are my moderators, uh, led by Hubby, actually. The fellow gets up at 3.30 in the morning and he has a day job as well Aww. in the government. So he's fabulous. But I have a wonderful – and I have um, mods in, in all of the regions as well because I'm on at different times. Um, mm. And they work really hard. They're so swift. It's, it, you know, trying to get rid of – well, they work. They don't have to try. They get them out. Um, oh, sorry. Drop my ear thing. Um, of getting people out of the uh, the chat or the community that are toxic. And, you know, I do get targeted, you know, ageism. A lot of people don't think about ageism in, in streaming because there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of folks my age. Um, mm -hmm. Ageism is, is something I get attacked for quite a bit. Um, and also, you know, because of my, my gender and what have you. Um, but a lot of people will come in and threats of violence, what have you. But I think really that just, uh, that just makes me want to do it even more. I didn't think I'd be in this space, but now that I am in this space, I see the need. I see the need mm. for um, not only having a nice, comfy, kind space to be, but now I'm going to take it further and educate people. Um, it's okay to have a nice, chill space, but I, I'd like people now to have an understanding of the importance of it and why. That's my next goal. And that gets me into the, the mental health advocacy, which is the next thing I'm going to work on. Yeah, I don't know if they've always been there and, and and I'm just noticing them more, but like there are a lot more streamers trying to like, you know, walk the walk and not just talk the talk about like building up their community and making it a really like safe, inclusive space, which is it's awesome. Yeah. And and I get a lot of um I get a lot of private messages, you know. People see they see the front side of your streaming just as you would, you know, they see the face of it. But behind, mm -hmm. I, I get a lot of, um, and I've had this now for the last year, a lot of personal messages saying, I don't talk on your stream, but I want you to know how important your space is because insert reason here, whether they've been rejected by folks, you know, their own grandparents or their own mothers or whoever I may represent to them. Um, they're in a, a space where there's like-minded people that have similar struggles to them regardless of what it is, you know, whether their, their, their gender is or, or what they're struggling with in life. Um, and it, it's the personal messages that really bring it home to me that there's, there's spaces missing for people. So many people go to games for various reasons, be it entertainment or to uplift them because life is bringing them down. Well, and especially this past year, Absolutely. everyone has just clung to their, like, online friends as just a, a lifeline. Yeah, very, very much so, very much so. Um, so for me... That if I ever have a day where I think, ah, can I keep on doing this? Uh, and then I'll get a private message and I'll think, well, that's not happening. 
it's a good feeling. It's it. And I'm only saying that based on like our Final Fantasy days when we used to get those messages. Uh, well, and even beyond Final Fantasy 14, uh, Peter did a little series of podcast episodes like focused around mental health and did a, like some deep dive interviews with friends and other content creators about mm-hmm. mental health and gaming. And I thought it was pretty impactful. Like, you know, we're we're pretty small potatoes here and have a very small field of people that we reach, but the people that we do reach, I feel like they appreciate it. And I think our friends and fans know that this is a space, a safe space for anybody. Yeah. It's nice. And I, I think, sorry, go ahead, Peter. I was going to say it's, and it's something that I, and I've, I said it uh, a few weeks ago uh, that, it's something that I'll probably bring back and I just don't know how to not, not how, but when <clears throat> to bring it back because I, I, I do think it's important to have that type of show where it was about centered, centered around content creators and gamers and how therapy helped them. And, and it's shouldn't be ashamed to talk about uh, like on stream or in, in, in gaming circles or stuff like that where, where people usually can be toxic and how it helped them and, and, and spreading, making it an okay topic to, to speak about. I, I absolutely agree. And I think fighting the stigma, the more that you see um, streams like mine and anxiety, and there's, there's, a, there's many, many streams where it's okay to come in and say, I've had a really horrible day, or how's your mental health doing? Or do you need resources for self-care? Here's some resources for you. You know, I think the more you see that, the more we fight the stigma against talking about mental health. You know, I think this this sort of, in, in streaming and in, in on Twitch, from my experience, there was this, you know, this masculine sort of feel about it that you didn't talk about things like that. You certainly didn't come to a stream and say, I've had a really bad day or I'm yeah. sitting over here in tears. You know, you, you just didn't do that. Whereas now you're hearing it more and more, you're seeing it more and more. Um, and I'm, I'm now an ambassador for Take This and Safe in Our World in the UK. So both those organisations I'm very proud of because they're pushing against that, not only pushing against the stigma, but saying, okay, let's push against that. And by the way, let's talk about it freely and let's give you a mm-hmm. hand if you need it. You know, that's a big change and I think it's a fabulous change. Yeah, okay, and that, like Peter said, it, it's been something that we've tried to bring to the stream. And, and, and like you, to your point earlier, uh, we do try to be like very, very inclusive, but it is still that trying to make sure that we are keeping up with all the different things and like the changing language and such. It is always a work in progress and, and I think we still have like for ourselves a long way to go and it, it, we do want to try to bring that to the whole our, our small community as well as Susan was saying like uh, prior to Peter's mental health series last year uh, we had both actually just taken a, a one year hiatus we stopped our stream for a whole year just because both of us needed to stop for a mental health break we got therapy we did a bunch of different things and, and we came back uh, and and basically had to restart from scratch again. Yeah, which is also something you don't hear often on Twitch because if you stop streaming for a year, yeah, everyone just everyone leaves. disappears. <laughs> everyone, yeah, yeah. And, and that was the reality. Like we talked to ourselves, like if we do this, we know we're going to lose our audience, and we did. We yep. we very much did lose our audience, but we came back. Not and, all of them, but no, no, not every, <laughs> really. no. Luckily, not all of them. No, not all of them. Uh, but the people. Shout that, out to Chile. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> But the people that did stick around and, and when we came back, 
were happy and and they were they saw the change in our and how we hosted the show and how we did our streams like there was a better change and and honestly if the people that didn't like that change sorry <laughs> we're not the for thing you is anymore you, <laughs> but you demonstrated that that prioritizing your health and your mental health and your overall well-being is, is right. what's most important a stream is a stream i mean i just took 7 weeks off and I was so worried that I would lose people. Um, and I, I, I may have, possibly. But your health has to come first. I remember when I met my mm-hmm. husband, he said to me, remember that you, you count too. And often I add to people, I say to people when I talk about that, I say, not only do you count too, often you have to count first. Mm-hmm. You have to count mm-hmm. first. Otherwise you can't care for the things that you love or the people that you love, you know. Yeah, and like with myself and Quentin and Peter, like, we say a lot to other people that, you know, mental health is important and self-care is important, but we also have to like remind each other a lot that we need to, you know, heed our own words. <laughs> say as I do, not as I say. What is that phrase? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're getting better at this. It's, it's, that's a process. As, as you said. I'm watching it, both it, of you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be dynamically learning. Um, yes. I think going back to the language and the words, as I say, I said something on stream and I won't say it, but I said something on stream that quite innocuous a few weeks ago and there was someone in stream and they said, actually that word is now offends folks because of. And I immediately thanked them live on stream and I said to the community, did you catch that? Can we learn from that? And immediately the mods added that to my band word list. Uh, you know, you've got to be open to learning. You cannot stick in, in a phrase of, well, I know everything that, I need to know and I can just move forward. If, you, if you're exactly. not dynamically learning and evolving, um, you will fall over in this space and you will offend people, you will upset people. You've got to have open ears and broad shoulders and open hearts. I'll just put that out there. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the things that you mentioned earlier was uh, your work with the, the different charities in the UK and around the world. Like, I know uh, you've got a charity stream coming up. I do. Correct? I do. I, I just announced that yesterday. I always mm-hmm. planned, when I put my application for partner, I said to Twitch, I plan to do charities um, mm-hmm. and also plan to do them around mental health, particularly with streamers and gamers. If I'm, if I'm going to be in this space, this is what I want to support. Um, I, I have a profession in counselling away from here. But in mm-hmm. this space, I thought, let's try and target it if I could. And then I, uh, I had a, a, an email from Take This in Washington. Someone had told them about me and they said, would you like to be an ambassador so I checked them out and I thought they were amazing. So they're based in the United States. Um, so they will be my very first charity since I've been ambassador for them. Now this is my second, coming into my second year. So that's who I'll be for Mental Health Awareness Month for May. Mm-hmm. It'll be the last week in May. And all of my streams will be for that charity. I'm glad that that's the last week because I actually have some time off that week so I can hang out in your streams. <laughs> Are you doing anything crazy? Any like twenty-four hour streams or any any of that? Unfortunately, the reason I had seven <laughs> weeks off, uh, my community know, is I actually have just had my spine fused, which was that was a hoot. Let me say. Um, so um, <laughs> I I can no longer do very long streams. So my streams tend to be about three ish hours, less emphasis on the ish. You know, so <laughs> I have I have short quality streams. So I'll just have a lot of streams during that week. Um, don't know if I'll be eating anything strange or putting anything odd on my head or my face, but, you know, 
change the things. The chicken onesie could still come back out. I don't know. I like the chicken onesie. <laughs> I do too. I never thought onesie would be in my, my world either. I got that from the States. I don't think we have onesies over here, but I have one now. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to that. That'll be my first charity. It's really cool. Like I, I think it's it's really nice to see when people go out and start bringing all these. Like I've heard of a number of different charities. I haven't heard of that one yet. Um, but it, it is nice to see all these different things and, and streamers using their platform <laughs> to actually bring more good. Like I know Extra Life is one that we've done in the past, which is uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, and it's it's. It's kind of a completely different feeling and a different type of community that it kind of brings together uh, during those sorts of events. Yeah, I, I think I always thought when I get, you know, there's this this mindset of when I'm big enough, and I put a tweet out about that recently, you don't really, there's no magic number of when you're big enough. But it was just a matter of timing for me, and I thought, okay, mental health for me, now's the perfect time to get this started. And, you know, I, I have a little bit of a bigger voice now. I think I've got about 15,000 folks following me across my platforms, which is quite amazing to me I, I tell my twin sister, i've got a twin i tell my twin sister that and she, anything at all about gaming or streaming and she just looks at me wide-eyed and says do you know them all i'm like no <laughs> that's okay most of them are pretty damn cool um but now i've got a, a bit a little bit of a bigger voice than i thought i might have it's time i started to consolidate why i really want to do this bring in the mental health bring in the kindness bring in you know what i think is important in in this space so yeah, I'm excited now for what's coming for this next 12 months. Now we know Hardy has a, chi- a twin, so we have to be on the lookout for a stunt double stream. I, I, I do indeed. She <laughs> occasionally comes into my stream. She's she's managed to make a uh, to make a you know an account so she can pop in and chat. She has no idea. Um, she has. I've got a niece and nephew. They're in their teens, and I'm now the cool aunt. As soon as they heard that I had a, a you know I was a partner on Twitch, they were so excited. I was getting phone calls from them saying. No, I'm, I'm actually called, fun fact, I'm called Lamb by the family. Don't even ask me that, but why? But, and they called me and they said, Auntie Lamb, you are so cool. So, yeah, I've won there. <laughs> you like the animal theme, though. That's the real truth. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, yes, something going on there. <laughs> uh, so, outside of, um, you know, Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft, are there any other games that you're interested in streaming? Uh, look, I've thought about it because I, we play a lot of games. I played a lot of Rust because we have a Rust server and Hubby's been involved in Rust and, and doing add-on mods for Rust for a long time. Um, you know, I but Rust is a whole other community again. I'm not sure whether I've, I've streamed a wee bit of it. I don't PvP. I'll just put that out there. Um, you know, I don't know whether folks would really want to watch me streaming Rust. I don't know. Um, I've, I've backed a Kickstarter that's coming up soon called Coral Island. I'm very excited about that. Uh, it's the first time I've actually backed a game. Um, on the list is getting a Switch. I do not have one, but if I, if I watch mm. another person playing Animal Crossing, now, now Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Oh, God, I love Pokemon Snap so much. I grew up with that, my children with that. So I think, I think getting a, a Switch is next on the cards. So I will likely stream a little bit from there. Didn't think I would, but I'd really like to. Yeah, I've watched um, a couple of Pokemon Snap. Streams. Yeah, uh, the um, real hot chili pepper. He uh, has been streaming it over on his Twitch channel. It looks been, so good. So you really know, there's cute. a lot, of, a lot of games I'd like. I got um, Assassin's Creed, which I really enjoyed um, from AMD. I'm very, very proud to be sponsored by AMD. Can I just say, if you're small, if you're a streamer, I won't say small streamer. Don't use that phrase ever. 
just call yourself a growing streamer. Um, they contacted me like in month four and they had been watching me. Um, so never assume people, you know, don't know what you're doing. So I'm sponsored by them, which is wonderful. Um, and they introduced me to Assassin's Creed. So I streamed that for a bit, which I found really, really nice. Um, so it's it's hard to keep up. I have a lot of um, games that I play with Hubby. I'm very much in the Fallout series. So I do stream a wee little bit of Fallout because I love post-apocalyptic games. Um, I don't know. It's hard going going from one game to another. is is It's not risky, but as a streamer, it can be a little bit of a nervous space. I suppose being a partner already, I didn't feel as worried. But it's still difficult to take your community across to a different game. So doing it slowly is probably the best advice. I let them know in advance that we were going to try Final Fantasy out, and it's been a fantastic move. Your community in Final Fantasy is amazing. So my community has grown because of that. So it's, it'll be a slow process inviting them to have a look at another game. Just not sure what. If I find it interesting that I, and, and it may be, and I think it's the way you stream and handle your streams. I think you almost have that, that sense of, even if I think, I don't want to say uh, like armor, but I, I feel like you could throw anything on your stream and the way you handle and made it such a, a safe place for people that, I don't think I think they're there for you, and then yeah, the safe place and the people. <laughs> like you actually, I've, I've yeah, said that yeah. before about like a good streamers. Like if I like a streamer, I'm gonna watch them no matter what they're playing. It's not about the game. I'm coming there for the person and the and the community and the you know the yeah the vibe uh, yeah, that I'm I getting th- from their I do channel. Think, I do think you're right, um, and I've said that that to other people who say you know I'm, I'm really struggling. You know I, I don't do well at this game, and I said well they're not there for. Yeah, because I think and I yeah, you're right. I think the best mm-hmm. game to stream is one that you're excited about playing and are having fun with. So it it doesn't matter what the game is. Yeah, I I think you know watching people watch me. Sorry, watching people um, <laughs> their reactions to me playing Final Fantasy has been delightful. Like, <laughs> I squealed in delight when a minion took. It was a wee little otter that someone gave me, and, and it has took the hat. little. Oh my <laughs> word! I, I, I was just, I was just, I was just lost my proverbial. And then someone gave me a wee little flying pig. Oh Uh-oh. my goodness! Uh, me. Quentin has has left has the, left the building. <laughs> I, I think well, I know what he's coming back I, with. I know what he's coming back with as well. <laughs> he left, I but I know what he's back. I know there he is. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what I'm here, it's because I have I have this little. <laughs> oh my word! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, that's a real thing. I have to. Can you still get them? Tell me you can yep. still get them. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can. From the, the Square Enix store. But oh, I yeah. They have a lot of cute stuff on the Square Enix oh, store. Oh my. I have. The, this one, this I, one's oh much my. later in the game, but you'll find them eventually. Yeah. I oh. I am so <laughs> tempted. I can't I can't justify paying two hundred dollars for it, but they have the ginormous fatter fat cat plush. Yep. Oh my it, but, but it's it's huge. And I, uh, I want it, but I can't. I can't spend two hundred dollars on stuffed animal. I just need. can't. The, the life struggle. So yeah, that's you so know, adorable. I think seeing people get excited because I was excited about their game was probably one of the the greatest joys I got when I started Final Fantasy. I, I'm going very slow in the game. I want to understand the law. Uh, in in well, now I tend to just flick through things. I know most of what's going on, but I want to understand Final Fantasy. It's the first time I've ever played any of it. So watching people's reactions when I genuinely get excited by an otter <laughs> is wonderful, you know. And I think 
you know, when we, we did play Fallout 76, Hubby and I, and people were intrigued. They didn't know about the game and I was explaining why we were doing what we were doing. So I think you're right. It wouldn't really matter what I was doing. I think they're there to see us enjoying and me explain to them what it is, you know. And, and I think if more streamers understood that, they need to probably think about who they are as a person and what they're projecting. And my biggest advice to people is be your genuine self. Be your genuine self. Don't try to be another streamer. Don't. I don't try to be a hazelnutty games, although the Cooper door, the squirrel squad, I will just say. <laughs> I like her a lot. I think she's really cool. Oh, she's fantastic. I, I, I pop into a stream and I try not to say too much, but I occasionally will pop in or we, we raided her the other day and she raids me, uh, which is delightful. But I, I raided her. I thought I'll just take the, the coop over because we love her and her community. And she was like, oh, my goodness, it's Hootie Chicken. And, and I seriously, I'm 58, nearly 59, and I I go like, you know, I'm this 15-year-old fangirl with some of these streamers that I, I admire so much. Notice me. It doesn't change no matter how old you are. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I, I may introduce another game, but it'll probably be uh, Coral Island, and that's due, I think the alpha's due out in June. And that's very much like Animal Crossing, but it's very uh, culturally appropriate. It's made by an indie group in um, Malaysia, I believe. Oh, cool. Oh, neat. I think I've seen that one. Very cool. Yeah. See, as, like, I'm someone that I don't really play a lot of games, so I like seeing people play games that I'm, that I wouldn't even think about playing or know about or whatever. I think you've played more games than me in the last year. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a gamer. (laughs) She says this. (laughs) As as she's, who do I believe believe here? As she's beaten 100% Octopath Traveler. (laughs) No, that took me a long time. And I'm still not done with it. I still have so many side quests. (laughs) So uh, a little bit ago, the Real Hot Chili Pepper in chat wanted to ask if you knew that Final Fantasy was kind of getting its own version of Animal Crossing with like farming and minions and hanging out. Yeah, that like housing type stuff. The island thing or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I did. Look, I saw... There was a producer's live stream, producer's mm-hmm. letter or something, mm-hmm. and I thought, all righty, I need to go check this out. And this is before I played it, <laughs> and I saw it, and I thought, that's it. <laughs> yep. Signed up that night. So that was really the final straw. As soon as I saw that, I thought, must have. Plus the, the chocobos, because I have a, a chicken butter moat, which now we've decided to call the choco butter moat. Um, so, <laughs> but once I saw that island thing, I thought that was it. Yeah, there we go. There we are. <laughs> I didn't even think I about it before the stream. It looks amazing. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I'm, I'm curious as you get further along in the story, because I, I think out of all the hosts, I'm the one with the most Final Fantasy, not just Final Fantasy fourteen, but Final Fantasy as a, as a game series, the most uh, played mm-hmm. hours in it. Uh, so Final Fantasy's fourteen stories is in my top five. Final Fantasy game. So I am excited for you to move along in that storyline. Yeah, I've never played any other Final Fantasy game. Quentin, have you? I have played one in 15 in oh. addition to 14. And the both Bobby, of those were Do you after have any other 14, Final Fantasy so. experience? Oh, no. This is the first time I've ever played any of them at all. It was also my first experience. Like, I played the other games after I played 14 and because of 14. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited and I hope that you continue playing through this all because it, it does take a long time to go through it. But like you said, like you're going through and reading yeah, if you're all not the in a rush, then, it out. Yeah, enjoy it. It's incredible. Like it just it, yeah. you think that it's really good now. It gets that much better. It yeah, really it gets so much better. <laughs> it 
really does. Yeah, people tell me that there are, that I should expect tears and I should expect frustration at the storyline and, and sadness and happiness and and that's why I'm going so slow. I'm literally yeah. reading. I've never done this in WoW. When I certainly when I stream, I'm reading every quest. I'm reading mm-hmm. every story. I'm trying and I, t- I pause and I say, okay. I don't know if I trust these guys. I'm not sure if these blades are good. I, you know, until so we have this conversation and I can see chat saying, no, no, they're good. You can trust them. And the others are like, wait a minute, what do you think? It's, it's actually an interesting dialogue, you know, and then, then some hooded, hooded stranger comes along and I, I look at chat and, and the camera and I say, yeah, no, we're not going with this guy. It's this, this it's like this immersive, and I don't role play. I've never role play in my life, but it's, mm-hmm. it's like this immersive storytelling and they know what's coming. Because pretty much everyone in the stream has played this, and they're you know they're raiders and that kind of thing at this point. And sometimes I think they look and I think, oh bless, look at her. She's got you know in her starter gear and she's getting all excited about her first piece of glam. But in terms of the story, because everyone knows what's coming and I don't, they they're not they're not spoiling it for me. But they can see my reactions <laughs> when I the penny drops, which is great. I have another friend who is currently playing through, and uh, they're currently just finishing up the first expansion. They're about to get into the second expansion now. Uh, so this is around level 50, 52 for comparison. And uh, they've been playing for a while, and every time something happens, they're right into Discord with me being like, okay, so I'm at this. And I'm just like, oh yeah, enjoy this, because I know exactly what's about to come up and how much they're going to come and be and crying two days later. <laughs> I always uh, say that it, the little little brother's now gone off and been taken over by a void. I'm like, is nobody concerned that the little guy is gone? The little Lala, what's happening? I'm really worried. Where is he? You know, I'm at that stage. I'm, I'm level 22, you know. Yeah, don't try not uh, to get too... The Black Mage uh, very good. Yeah, try not to get too emotionally attached to anybody. Okay. <laughs> or get emotionally attached to everyone and yeah. then just get hurt so often. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it is it is very worth yeah it is, it's very worth it and reading through all of the quests and doing it with the stream I think will be not only rewarding for the stream and whatnot like it, it's a very cool experience but like for you as well like it's just you're that much more immersed in everything in like it just it, it feels a lot different when you're in the middle of it all it's a big story and there's a lot so if you have people that are kind of giving you some side flavor to like fill in the gaps of what's going on it's, it's helpful yeah like and, when and i started everyone was like caught up already so i like i'm just like what's what's going on here and like being able to have a little bit of insight without spoilers is, is helpful yeah and i think that was my biggest concern too is that i was joining a community that was well established most of them knew what all the content was um would they be bored with me it was and again i get back to if you stream one particular game or genre and you make a change that can be risky your community mm. may not come with you, you know, and occasionally uh, someone will say in chatty, coming back to Azeroth, Azeroth needs you. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, coming back, you know, um, because it's weighted more toward WoW, my streams. But when I'm with the Final Fantasy community, and now I have WoW people who are now trying the 30-day trial, so they're now coming over, which is wonderful. Uh, I, and yeah, I think that's... Well. I, I think that's for something really cool with these games as well. And, and I know... Um, yeah. Yoshida, the, the director for Final Fantasy XIV, uh, very much encourages people, like both with WoW, like I know WoW's in the middle of a huge content drop between patches right now, Final Fantasy, I've just released a patch, so they're kind of at the top of the cycle. Um, but both games go through 
this period where they release new content and then you have to wait a long time. You get new content, you wait a long time. And the one thing that he really likes to emphasize is that he encourages people to actually play both. So you come to one game, you play it, and then you realize that you're kind of done and there's not much you want to do. Stop playing it and go try something else. Yeah, try like WoW. he's been quoted try... to say, like, go play other games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he plays WoW. I mean, he does ultimate he really does, he does play Warcraft. Yeah. Like he when he was in uh he was in California visiting the Square Enix uh building for I think uh, I'm dating myself again, uh pre-Stormblood. Uh and yep, they, he, st- he stopped he stopped by the Blizzard campus and got a tour. <laughs> It's like, hey, oh, can really? I? That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's very cool. Yeah, he he's a huge Blizzard fan. Huge Blizzard fan. Loves their games. So I'm, I'm hoping to get a BlizzCon when it eventually comes to he was fruition. At a, and he was at a BlizzCon. Oh wow, <laughs> he was. It's on my wish list. It's on my wish list. One day. Uh, I can't remember, but I remember somebody on Twitter is like. Uh, I was here for BlizzCon. He's like, and I'm also a Final Fantasy 14 player and I ran into this guy. It was you she that was at BlizzCon just hanging out. <laughs> that is that is so that, cool. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't made it to uh, BlizzCon yet, but eventually. I'm in the area now that I can actually go to it. But yeah, you're closer than after pandemic. Right, well, yeah. if you see this this short little woman with a little bow and a head, that'll be me. Come say Perfect. hi. <laughs> Perfect. If if you come stateside, then I will come and look out for you. Alrighty. Well, well, it's on. It's on the list. We we plan to go to the next BlizzCon. Uh, Maybe we'll see you at a future uh, Final Fantasy Fan Fest. I I don't even. I have to look that up. I don't even know where they are. That's, I'll have to find out. I'll have to find out. Uh, they used to be in Vegas, but the one that was supposed to be for last year was going to be in San Diego, just like BlizzCon. But they move or like they they stopped it because of the pandemic. So we're not sure how it's going to be going forward. But the next one should be. 2022, yep. I think, okay. if they keep yep. the regular schedule. So, yep. and and I think they're almost around the same time as BlizzCon, aren't they? Um, BlizzCon's in November. A, and I mean, who knows how things November. are going to be scheduled November. going forward? Uh, with, yeah. uh, usually about a month apart, normal, a few weeks apart. Okay, because BlizzCons are usually in like October. So, you just uh, have to take yeah, a big holiday and hit up all the all yeah. the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been to California because I lived in California off and on for two years. I had a Mm -hmm. great experience. I really love living there. But I have not been back since, uh, I think I left 2009. So it would be nice to to revisit some memories, I think. Mm -hmm. First stop, In-N-Out Burger. Second stop. Oh, I miss In-N-Out Burger. Don't remind me. (laughs) I've been here for three and a half years, and I still haven't gone to In-N-Out Burger. All right. So My first first stop is your apartment, and then In-N-Out Burger. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Everyone confused. Anyways. All right. <laughs> Once you have it, you'll know. Yeah, there's I no in and out burgers where, where I live, but the first time that I had it a few years ago, it's definitely like the best burger around. Mm-hmm. How do we get them to burgers? <laughs> this is how our show goes. We talk yeah. about one thing, and then three weeks later, we're in the middle of Nando's. We we start fantasizing about hey, uh, my... like social interactions again after this year. We're just like, remember getting a burger with people? That's nice. It's gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, and I I summoned Chili with the Nando's talk. So yeah, of course, um, yeah, yeah. 
So I, I know for like me, I've done some, we've done streaming here on, on the show uh, and, and in, in various different aspects because like we used to be a Final Fantasy 14 podcast. We're no longer that. We're, we're, we're open up to all things. Although we're talking a lot about Final Fantasy 14 Variety. today. That's okay. It's okay. It's a good game. Yeah. Uh, but also I've been playing, you know, I've been playing uh, ESO and I find that community also delightful. I found that they're very nice over there. <laughs> it's a great game. We've, we've uh, played it for a long time. It's it's actually very cool. And, and so again, uh, a fantastic community. I agree with you. I'm having yeah, so Peter's much been fun. been dabbling in it more and more. And I feel like once he finds some more people to play with, I think he'll be in it a, a lot more. It's, I, it's I, beautiful. I, I, I found the questing to be so good like the the fact that there's puzzles and like mystery and like re- you actually have to like read text over a couple times you're like all right i gotta find out where the heck i'm going i i enjoy that so much like there i like i like a quest i like a good song <laughs> like because i'm from like I came you like from, puzzles i do like yeah puzzles. he likes and, puzzles and i came from wow and when wow i eventually added puzzles for the secret puzzle like mountain quests and stuff like that i loved it yeah. i ate yeah. up every minute of that and i will Anytime there's like, I'm in the secret finding community discord and like anytime there like, there's a hint of a mystery, I'm like, I'm on it. Like I'm on day one. I'm yeah. On we, it. we got Jennifer. We did. We got Jennifer. <laughs> uh, we did the, uh, the mind, uh, the hive mind, the now. hive mind. Uh, there's now the new slime, so- slime serpent. I, I, I still don't have the hive mind. The slime, I don't know if I'll ever get that one. The hive mind quest is quite an experience because it really involves like a lot of teamwork and communication. Like it you could does. not. With randos like you need you need some friends to do that yeah <laughs> now, Final Fantasy, sorry um eso is amazing and the eso streaming community is something else i will say they're 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 quite an amazing streaming community i actually did stream eso for the very first time when i started streaming just as a test run um but it, it wasn't my home so i decided to switch to whale pretty quick after that but i do love eso what wait i'm waiting for the uh Hottie Chicken ESO stream. That's the, <laughs> the trifecta. The maybe. trifecta of MMOs. <laughs> maybe and the other I, game I love, which I haven't played for ages, is Star Wars: The Old Republic. I really enjoyed that, mm. but I don't have any friends who play that anymore. I, I, I it was a day. I was day I had off from work, so I haven't seen him stream since. But there was a, a, a and I want to say Viking streamer. At, at least that's what I remember him. Like he had a very long beard. Oh, yes. a Viking. I know the one. You know yep, him. Yep. So I know I, him. He, he's been working from home and during his stream, he got a call from his boss and I guess he was waiting on some good news. He was talking about it with stream that, you know, he's hoping that he gets uh, a promotion or a chance he'll be able to move to France because that's where he uh-huh. wanted. Yeah. And he got the call live on stream. He got very emotional and like, and now everybody on stream was wow. so happy for him. I, 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 I mean, I just, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, it was that's so a, lovely. That's an ESO stream? Yeah, it was very nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And when you, by looking at him, you wouldn't think it was like this is like the type of person who would get a mo- like because he looks like a Viking. Like he looks like, a, <laughs> but very got very tender with everybody. He's like, I'm so happy and excited. And like, I was like, I was so shocked because like you, you don't like you know because like you know you, you don't want to base things on looks or anything like that. But it was very nice. Like I just came in like, like at this perfect time where this person got this amazing news and got very personal with chat and it was like, it was very lovely. And I was like, I like this. I like these streaming people. They're so nice. <laughs> And he's got an amazingly deep voice, very deep voice. So, you know, you yeah. feel like... No, he's on the hunt, hunt for other bears. <laughs> <laughs> what a group of bears called, anybody? <laughs> Is that what we call the stream team? <laughs> Once, 
event. I'm going to watch all of Hottie Chicken's YouTube th- videos. We'll get partner, and then our stream team name is something with bears. <laughs> I'm waiting to say it. I'm waiting to say it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You know, you might have to fight Susan because I think our stream thing might be frogs now. True. Frog Jack. Yeah, we do have. We have frog tech. Hashtag MR frog tech. If you see a frog in the game, tweet at us. Frog Jack. I want to see it. I will. (laughs) I don't know how it happened, but frogs. Frogs is our thing now. No, I think, think, you know, talking about ESO community and, and Final Fantasy community and WoW community, I think if you can find a community when you're starting to stream, and it just came to me while we were talking in terms of growing. I thought about ESO to stream only because I knew they had a really fantastic community. I literally lasted just just one one sort of test stream and then I didn't go back there, only because I didn't know the game enough to, to be able to play and chat. I only stream things that I can chat with. So although I finished the raid in, in WoW in this current expansion and I got AOTC in the last one, people didn't, don't see me do that. They don't see me do keys because if mm-hmm. I'm doing something intensive, I can't chat to them. And so I think if you're finding, trying to find your space in Twitch, find a community in, within that genre that you're playing. I think that makes a huge difference. And it did for me. And like what you said, like if you can't find that community, build one. Build one, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like make your, like be the, the person because you're not going to be the only one who's trying to find that sort of community. I, there's obviously yeah, lots of people that want that community and no one is just going to jump in and do it. So yeah, all right, yeah. someone will eventually jump in and do it, but if no one is doing it, you might as well. And you'll meet other people that are like-minded too, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and like, you know, for example, when I mean community, I mean like the, the gaming community itself. So for example, Fallout, Fallout 76. Not a lot of mm-hmm. people watch Fallout 76 or watch the Fallout genre anymore, this, but they're growing and they're very tight community. So already mm-hmm. because I've played a little bit of Fallout, on stream, the community now know me over there. And so they're very, you know, supportive. It makes a big difference. Yeah, and I feel too, like, as you, with now, now that you have, like, your kind of, your community around you, like, wherever you go, you're going to kind of attract that same sort of community, like, no matter where you are, right? Like, the, the like-minded people will kind of come towards you and keep that, the, the more toxic aspects out of it. Yeah, and sorry, I'm, I'm muting because I've just got some sound in the background, so I'm sort of trying to play with it for you. Um, I think, yep, too, no if people get to know – so people know my community, and although mm-hmm. I'm brand new in the Fallout space, for example, already other streamers there know me. They pop into my stream, and just as I encourage other new streamers, go get to know the communities that you're in the same genre of. Go sit and chill. Right. Do not go in there. They're not your billboard. Please don't go in there and say you're a streamer. But, you know, go and get to know them, and then they will come and see you and vice versa. So – you know, like-minded people find like-minded people. As I say to my community, if I go and raid someone, I say to them, listen to me, these are good people. Good people find good mm-hmm. people. Back to uh, Fallout 76, Kermias in our chat says, as someone who has rejoined uh, and used to stream it, the game has had its rough patches, but the people playing it were always pleasant. So, Yeah, they are a good community. I agree with that. I uh, I hope that we we like especially guys like it's I I I'm enjoying talking to Hottie. I could do this for hours and hours because 
I, I, I hope that, like, and I'm speaking freely amongst my co-hosts and, and, and our producer, uh, that we, we can strive to be, like, I, I, and I'm being serious, like, I, I really think that we've done a lot. Is this a, a, a pep talk? What are you? Oh, yeah, like, it's a mid-show <laughs> pep talk. And, uh, <laughs> I'm ready for it. Drinking. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I honestly think that, you know, we, we are striving to be that like as well here like i and i really do the like like especially like like quentin bringing in like new people he's met into our our streams and uh like you know making sure that we're streaming hi, more crow like, hi, <laughs> hi crow <laughs> uh and, and making sure I'm that like, yeah and like you know making sure that we're when what we're streaming is like not 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 relevant to who we are as people like we're we're just f- having fun with it. Like when I found loop hero, I was so excited about that game and I spent <laughs> just more time talking about like with chat because that game has a lot of downtime. So I, I like that. Like I like just getting to know people in chat and I, I'm getting back into that. Like after our long break, I'm getting back into the swing of just chatting with people. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm like Hottie, Hottie makes me want to like stream more <laughs> and, and be better at, at doing it. So how do you make him want to be a better man? Thank yeah, you. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think you touched on something. I think, you know, if if you are getting to know your community and they see you're having a good time playing whatever it is that you're playing, whether it's casual or high-end, um, then that makes for a better stream. People know if a st- I, I can tell if a streamer is not interested in me whatsoever. All they're interested in are in their numbers, their subs. You know, they, they manipulate the parasocial relationship to their benefit but I, I don't see a two-way genuineness, and, and I can see that immediately. Where in my community, and I'm so proud to know the folks, I can see that they care about each other. I, you know, they don't know everyone the more that we grow, but if, if you're building a community and you're having good time on your stream and someone comes in and you take the time just to stop for a minute, you just stop your game plan and say, please, you had that job interview, how's it going? Or you don't need to know every detail because you can't know every detail but you can care for them as a person in your community. They made the time to come and sit with you. They made the time to lurk with you, you know, whether they're lurkers or not. That makes a difference. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and, just and being I think present that, for them in the moment is mm-hmm. beneficial and helpful. And, and I think that comes back to what Peter was trying to say before. Like There are a lot of streamers, and definitely you are one of them that you just, you kind of watch and it makes you want to turn around and bring that back to, to other parts of, or other communities that you're involved with because we're all involved in many, many different communities. So having that, uh, okay, it, it makes you want to go out and keep spreading this, that, that um, what's the word? I'm, I'm missing the word completely, but to, to bring that to everyone else, to, to get them involved in that same sort of mindset and inclusiveness. Kind, the, and wave kindness, and the wave of kindness. The wave of, yeah. There I you like go. that phrase. I like that phrase. Well, and and in, uh, like on the other side of it, when you see someone that's like kind of like, it's, I'm so quick to like unfollow somebody that isn't cool. Like, there's so many nice people out there. Like, I don't want to waste my time with anyone that like, because there was a couple people that I was following Final Fantasy that like are kind of like on the broy side, kind of on the toxic side, and it's like you know what? I don't, I don't need this. Like, I don't. I only want like good vibes. There's no need to keep them around either. Like I, I say to people, 
ban people. Do not do not hesitate in banning people. Do not hesitate in unfollowing people. You've got to surround yourself with people that are either like-minded or are at least a little bit on the same page as you. Um, you know, we, we have an instant ban policy. If there's anyone that even, you know, even remotely thinks that any toxicity or unkindness you know, is funny, I, I simply don't have time for it. And that's part of my protecting the community. And it's like, you know, someone said to me, why on earth are you on TikTok now? And I, I had thought about TikTok for months, whether I'd go there or not. Um, but here's the thing. I can bring different messages to TikTok. I can spread what I want mm-hmm. to spread on TikTok. Um, so I can bring what I'm doing on the other social platforms to TikTok. I'm going to give it a go and see how it goes, you know. This is the second time that I've actually been tempted to install TikTok. So I might have to do that just to follow <laughs> you tonight. I, I have TikTok and it's, it's funny because I'm like, Oh, sure, I'll run our Instagram, and I'm, I'm probably going to pass it on to Susan because like, I think Instagram's better. Honestly, she's better at Instagram. I'd probably be better at TikTok, honestly. <laughs> I've actually I, I know, I know my strength. Order managing my, uh, my social media for me. She said, Mom, give me your phone. Give me your phone. So in payment <laughs> of us taking around dinners and desserts and what have you to her, her family, she's now managing, although I don't know. I looked at my Instagram the other day, and I thought to myself, when did I ever use hashtag Hauntafield? If you're haughty, what what on earth? And I thought, yep, that's my daughter. <laughs> yep. Get that hashtag trending. She wants to get it trending anyway. But look, I'm, 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 I'm doing my best. And that's one thing I have learned 12 months in. You've, you've got to work where you think you can make the most effort. And for me, look, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok, you know, each to their own. It's probably not what I'd be doing. You're not going to see me twerking or dancing anytime soon. But if, if I not can put either. a, you know... <laughs> I put out a message the other day that was basically, you know, from from we one man. We do need some uh, new channel point. So maybe we I'm can not. Do, that. do that. Maybe Look, Peter that's twerking on TikTok going. You heard it here. That'll be next. Watch that space. <laughs> you know, you can use platforms for good. You can. So mm-hmm. my message on there will probably be more about mental health and inclusivity and acceptance and things like that. Uh, and I do want to add, although I'm, you know, we're all about kindness and chill in my channel. If someone does come after our community or they come after me, not only are my mods pretty swift, the sterner side of haughty chicken comes out. And I have been known to, I won't, I won't draw a lot of attention to people because I think that's what they're looking for, mm-hmm. but I am um, very, very stern in, in putting that word out that, that I'll not have it. You know, I said to someone once, I refuse to weave the stories of trolls into my story, into my own life story. Um, and their opinion simply doesn't count. And a lot of people ask me, how do you deal with it? Um, because I am a reasonably quiet and introverted person in real life. Um, and I just say, I just see that their opinion is not only not counting, it's something that I won't give another second to. That's how we deal with it in my channel anyway. I really like how you phrased that. I, it was, I, I like that. We'd have to, to borrow that sometime. But I, I think that's a really good point too. Like we want to have all of these very nice and kind streamers streams and be very welcoming but part of that is making sure that the community that we do have feels safe and when someone tries to threaten that there it it, it, like you don't have to be not necessarily rude but you have to be as you said like stern and very focused and be like that's not acceptable we do not do that here yeah 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 kind and welcoming and inclusive does not equal passivity either Exactly. Yeah. Now, twelve months of what we have, and I'll not. You know, the the bigger we get, the more trolls that we do get, um, mm-hmm. and so it's increasing. So I've had to increase the number of mods that I have. 
But I've also learned, I've learned to myself not to just sit back and allow it. When, when I first started, I was a little bit unsure, should I ban that person, should I not? Now it's an instant ban. Uh, it's very rare that I'll let anyone um, have any second comment. If, if they've come in with any sort of, you know, and often it's just having a go at me, you know, when's, you, when's your hot tub stream, that kind of business. Um, <laughs> but if, if they come after the community, that really gets me cross. So we're mm-hmm. pretty swift. I, I think, yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good approach. Like the, that's just yeah, shut it down. Don't let them yeah. go at anything. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. I, I said to the community the other day, I explained to them the psychology behind trolls, why they do what they do. So they had an understanding of the, the behavior and what the reward was for a troll. And so I thought if they understood why trolls are doing it, they were probably easier, it was easier for them to act on it. As opposed to, I don't know why this person's being so mean. If they understand the rewards that trolls get, then I think it's easy for them to um, to act quickly and swiftly. Really cool. I'm sad that I missed that, but uh, maybe I'll have to go back and try to find it. I'll DM you. Uh, I'll let you know. Oh, perfect. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> like a, like a YouTube video about trolls. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. we go. I How to handle yet. trolls. Okay. Yeah, there you I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to talk about the psychology behind the behavior. All right, I might do that. I, I would be interested in I, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that YouTube video. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll stop putting it together. Throw it, Perfect. Throw, throw it in my homework pile. <laughs> <laughs> On the list. I have a big list. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming and joining us. This has been an this amazing been talk. I think this is one of our, our most fun episodes that we've had in a long time, and it's been amazing having you on. I, we could continue talking for a long time. But I know that again? you have a stream coming up. I'd like to do it again, and hopefully my camera will work. Because as I said, I did my hair and everything. <laughs> I know you, you looked so nice earlier on the stream. Yes, I love the highlights. They're red. I made yes. sure that I actually found a picture mid-show that was current enough <laughs> and got it in place. <laughs> Consummate <Ten> professional. <laughs> It was working so well, Murphy's Law, but not to worry. It's been so modest about his life. skills and abilities, too. I try, listen, it's not like one out of 10 times, it's going to be great. This is one of the times. I'm gonna... <laughs> it, was, it was a good timing. I got to know it my was. worth. I saw well her done. tweet the other day. I know my worth. I did it good on the fly. Yes, yes. Remember your worth. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Susan has already been posting your links all in our Twitter and our uh, Twitch chat. Um, but, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead and follow Haughty Chicken in all the places. Uh, very specifically, Susan didn't put this link in, but uh, your brand new TikTok account, which I know brand you're trying to new. push up. Brand, brand new. I'll, I'll be putting out a, a TikTok later on today. I need oh, to get it. Oh, Apparently, you, you need to put one up between one or three times a day. I do my research. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting on that. <laughs> So you heard it here first. There's a brand new TikTok coming from Haughty Chicken. So go follow and subscribe now, and then you can be the first to watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for coming out today. Uh, it's been uh, amazing. Uh, and I would definitely love to have you come back and, and join us again. Uh, is there anything yeah, Peter that you want needs to more, Peter needs more pep talks, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we're getting closer and closer. I can see it. <laughs> My work is not yet done. <laughs> But thank you. It has been a delight to meet you. I, I was, I'm always a wee bit nervous before coming on, especially if I'm not sure what the questions are going to be. You didn't ask me any hard questions at all. Um, I'll go and have myself another cup of coffee, get ready for my stream in half an hour, because I'm on, I'm on Battle.net today. That gives me a little bit of pressure. So 
got to go get ready for that. But uh, it's been lovely. Really enjoyed it. And I'd love to come back. It'd be so nice. Thanks we'll so get much for being working. here. Yeah, thank you. We'll definitely love to have you back. And have a great stream later. I will mm-hmm. do. And you have a good uh, evening, I think. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I'm looking amazing, you know, in advance. For everyone else, uh, I believe it's in 40 minutes your stream starts? Yes, at midday for me. Yes. So in 40 minutes, go ahead uh, and go check out Hottie Chicken Streaming on Twitch. Uh, that's going to be really fun. So I'm going to hop in there uh, when that goes live. And then also, Susan just posted it again in chat, but go and take a moment to vote for Hottie to be the next Logitech and Blue Mic ambassador. Uh, it requires a Facebook account. Thank so you. just go click. Very much. Share it with your nanas. Nanas all have Facebook. So she's we got, we got one more week. <laughs> one more week, indeed. <laughs> We'll we'll help push the social media. We don't have a large social media following of fifteen thousand, but our five people. Every will vote help. helps. Indeed, it does. Get your hands. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, Peter, Susan, did you have anything else for tonight? Or uh, no, I think we're good. We're good. Uh, we just want to promote our next stream, right on Thursday, May sixth. You guys are jumping back into Diablo. And uh, trying to hopefully with a new set of get gear. gear. Yeah, <laughs> not going to die again. Not not lose all our gear. <laughs> we'll see about that. See what happens. Join us Thursday, May sixth at six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern, uh, eleven a.m. Australian AEST. I don't know the full name of that. And two a.m. British summertime. You got it. You knocked them all out. <laughs> you got them all. <laughs> yeah, I got the important ones. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We will see you next time on Maelstrom Radio. Join Maelstrom Radio live Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern for our podcasts and game streams at twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Our back catalog of podcast episodes are available at maelstromradio.com. You can email us at show at maelstromradio.com. You can tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio. Join our Discord at maelstromradio.com forward slash Discord. Also look for Maelstrom Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis, Shinter, and Susan Sprinkle. Logo and artwork by Mary K. Larkins at themarylark.com. Show music provided by MDK. Check them out at mdkofficial.bandcamp.com. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show. Thank you for listening to Maelstrom Radio.